suspicion that people would get super drunk and not show up, but that's okay, because it's the five of us, and I'm just going to fucking truck on anyway, because yeah. i got to make an episode, so it's better than me being in this room alone. <laughs> Instead, it's four of us. I assume, is that your jacket? Yes, but there's not another person. There's not another person? Nope. Good. I like it. I like that you claim that entire section of the room. Fucking spread out. Fucking get into it. This kind of room in London would go for hundreds of pounds a minute to live in. So get used to it, guys. And I like it. It's two ladies sat as far away from possible from two nervous dudes, both dressed like they just escaped from some sort of catalog cover. I dig it. I like This is what I already like about the UK, is that any place else in the world, because you, where are you from? America. You're from America, and you're from? America. America. Americans, and you guys are from? Netherlands. From where? Netherlands. The Netherlands! Because you guys, smiling, <laughs> very little laughter. Americans, they'll fucking laugh because they're fucking America. They've won the world. You guys, still nervous, very sure that you're doing very well as a country, and I've been to the Netherlands, you are. No fences around your canals, which I found quite treacherous, because, let's be honest, people are there to have mushroom trips. You should put up a fence. And I'm speaking from someone who smoked too much weed and was this close to walking into a canal thinking it was just a glass street. And then I thought about it. There wouldn't be ducks on a glass street. And so, and then I have to think about ducks and then who would make a glass street for like 45 minutes. And then one of the, because you don't have trams in there. Are you from Amsterdam? No, Rotterdam. Rotterdam. Is anyone from Amsterdam? Because I meet a lot of Dutch people and they're from Rotterdam or from other small places. They're never from are you guys ashamed of Amsterdam and what we, uh. the rest of the world, have done to Amsterdam? <laughs> Just getting high and going to the Anne Frank house uh, and bumming ourselves out? That's uh, the same for the all, the all Netherlands. Like. It's a shame on all Netherlands? That's uh, the same. It's same, the same in the all Netherlands. Like. It's the same. No one's from Amsterdam? Amsterdam is mostly for tourists. It's mostly for tourists. Yeah, I figured. You I guys don't like strike me as... You guys both have smoked some weed in your life? Little weed? No, no weed? No. No, this is the amazing thing about them legalizing all <laughs> the weed, is that none of them fuck. Oh, it's not a big deal for us. So exactly, it's the best. Know. It literally has eradicated anyone getting high. They just look at it like what kids do, right? Uh, but basically, hey, yeah, don't mind, like, it's not illegal. So why yeah, you just, why fucking, I? you just go straight to heroin, right? Uh-huh. See, this is the thing with Dutch people, though, is then you try and make a joke, and I saw it in his eyes, he goes, that's a lie, I'm not going to react to that, even though <laughs> it was humorous and it's irony, I will... I would drink my beer and then compose odd... Po- Have you ever read any Dutch poetry? Yeah, some in high school. It's so somber and yet about the most hopeful things. Like there, I remember once I went to... Uh, no, not break guys, Liberals, arts degree specializing in theater, strap in. I worked in a restaurant for a lot of years and I did um, uh, contemporary, non-traditional poetry as a class because I thought it would be easy, and I was vastly incorrect. So it was a lot of like Belgian poetry, some African poetry, big bummer there, and then uh, and then Dutch poetry, which was one of it was called. I remember it was called the Sun, and you're like, this is going to be just hopeful, beautiful words. And it, the author was discussing how angry he was. The Sun had woken him, woken him up from a sad dream. And he hadn't completed the lesson of only your people could find rage and confusion in the bright, hopeful beginnings of a new... But why? I was softly sleeping on a glass bed made of sadness, and now I have to contemplate light. And what brings you to London? We'll start the show in a second, guys. I like to get to know everyone like it's some sort of weird AA meeting for people (laughs) who forgot to drink on Halloween, so instead came here. Boom, back to you. Yeah, I'm studying here and... uh... What are you studying? Business. Business, oh, of course. Favorite aspect of business? Mine? Shaking hands. <laughs> yeah, I like business and it's good there. Like in London, like the cities are very good. And I'm only here for half a year and then going back. I like how he didn't answer my question at all. He just praised London. What's your favorite part of business? Learning business? Um, I think like the human psychology, like uh, deal making. What did I say about the Dutch? How dark is that? With the human psychology of... I like to learn my opponents and then crush them in the deal. They want 19%. We know that's a negative number when it comes to the prism theory, which is a religion invented by people who smell tulips. We will crush them 18%. Am I right? Uh, kind of. You see, they're fucking impenetrable when it comes... You two are smiling along, and I don't know if you're finding it funny, but you're at least giving me something. And you two, stoic brick walls of emotion. This is why when the Chinese come for their debt collection, and they're coming, Americans, English, Canadian person, we're fucked. But you'll stand up to them and be like, 
I don't think so. If you'll notice, we invested wisely in giving tourists mushrooms, and we've just been collecting the change they've been dropping for a thousand generations, and your economy will stay. So what's your name, by the way? Enzo. Enter? Enzo. Enzo. Yes. Not a very powerful Dutch name. Uh, Italian name. Pardon me? Italian name. No, I know. That was, again, that was the joke. Uh, <laughs> you guys are the best. And what's your name, brother? Fabian. Fabian? Yeah. Fabian and Enzo. The least, the most sexy, like romantic, passionate names given to two Dutch gentlemen. Who, of course, you have passion, but you reserve it only for the bedroom because business is to be done, right, Enzo? Yeah. And Fabian, what, what are you studying? Uh, I'm studying econometrics and economics. You say econometrics and economics? I, yep. saw, I hear the two drunk girls that I talked to downstairs, and I think they're going to come in, and then shit's about to pick up because one of them is super hammered and did the one thing that I hate more than anything as a comedian, which is she looked at me and went, well, you're not being very funny right now. And I was like, well, I was just telling you about the show. And say, well, you're supposed to be funny all the time. And I'm like, I'm not... Why aren't you doing your job right now? We're at a funeral, for fuck's sake. I feel like it would be slightly inappropriate. I'm just like, what's the deal with coffins? Yeah, sure, my only child's in there, but it's much bigger than the fetus, and it's just fucking. And it's like, and I then I what, 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 here, here we go. What did I fucking say? Hey guys, how you doing? Nice to see you. Yeah, who is the kitchen? You weren't that funny. I wasn't in the kitchen. What did I just say? Remember that? What's up, brother? How are you? Hi. Way to sneak in. What's up, guys? How are you? How are you? How are you, sir? Well. Pardon me? Yes. Thank you, I said, how are you? How old? No, how how are you? Uh, 57. What? <laughs> no, I don't understand. Sorry. I was just saying, how are you? Yeah. Well. Good. <laughs> I don't know how that got so fucking aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> again? How are you? Well. Fuck, yeah. You let her pass. Wait, come on in, come on in, guys. Thank you so much for showing up. Right outside. Right. How are you? How are you? <laughs> there was a whole thing beforehand. Hey, how are you? I knew I should have waited longer, but I just get very nervous about not starting right on time. How are you guys? Question: Did you guys book online? That's fine. I was just checking because there's a group coming and they're not here, and it doesn't matter. And uh, let me bring you up to speed. They're from the Netherlands. Italian name, very exciting. They're from America. He's well. We don't know anything about her, but her friend... London. You're from London. Your friend's a little drunk? Uh, big drunk. Big drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll meet her in a second. And you guys are... Swiss. Fuck, yeah! It's like the European... And where are you from, brother? Venice. Fucking European <laughs> Union up in this bitch! <laughs> Love it! No, we're not. What? Oh, because Switzerland. Switzerland's not in the European <laughs> Union. <laughs> By the way, I just spent a lovely week in Switzerland, may I just say... Um, asking someone what they do for a living in Switzerland, quite terrifying, because they're always from England, and they always are something like, oh, I work for Marlboro Cigarettes, I'm the one trying to figure out how to put more cancer in it, and they say with a smile on their face, really freak the shit out of me. What brings you to London from Switzerland? And then we're going to start the show. Go ahead. Absolutely. What do you study? Religion and politics. Religion and politics. Favorite religion? Mm, more like in a scientific way. More in a scientific you're applying science to religion? I know, right, guys? Just fucking tickle that funny bone up, doesn't it? Well, I just study this subject as a... As an academic philosophy. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, let's fucking kick this show in the dick, because, oh boy, audience banter, well, fun. Not really making with the laughs, is it? All right, let's get to it. So, it's November the 1st, 2015. Everyone had a good Halloween, Yes. Yeah, some of you are already tired. You two are already cuddling from what I assume is a Halloween hangover. I understand. I did. This is the first Halloween I've woken up not hungover, and I think my entire adult life. And I'm really glad I did because Halloween has come to London in a big bad way. Welcome back, Miss. And uh, it's, how was the bathroom? It was okay. Did yeah. You, did you go back into the kitchen briefly? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you do there? I wiped my uh, hands in the salad. <laughs> Did you use chew salad because the lettuce looks the most like a towel? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what is your name, by the way? It's very rude for writing. Robin. Robin, my name's John. Peace and love. Peace That's and love. That's Y for Robin. It's Y for Robin? I hate peace. You hate <laughs> Right, guys? <laughs> now, and uh, Robin, what do you do for a living? Oh my god, it's so boring. I disagree. Fucking give it to us. <laughs> it is. Well then just fucking tell us and we'll move on. 
I work in retail. You work in retail. That's very vague. That would be like me as a comedian saying, what do you do? I work in talking. What would you specifically <laughs> sell? Um, dresses. You sell dresses. Wedding dresses or dresses for all the time? <laughs> I feel like I'm deposing her at the weirdest court in the world because there's disco lights going on, a man from Venice and two Swiss people are sleeping. That <laughs> <laughs> was really specific. It'd be boring, though, wouldn't it? No, 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 no. Listen, if anyone's boring them, it's moi. So, she laughed. The rest of you could have gotten bored with that. <laughs> Thank you for pointing at her, which I guess is laughter to your people. And so... Again, Dutch people, that was almost a laugh. I'm fucking breaking you down. More. And I almost called you Vincenzo. Is your, uh, damn it! Fuck, it was so close. Vincenzo. But Enzo's very good, because Enzo, he sounds like the guy who knows how to fix the car, and Vincenzo's the guy who just lies to you about how to fix the car. That's just a weird reference. One more question. Can I sit down? <laughs> call back. Now, uh, one final question about the dresses. Favorite fabric? Uh, so... Really? Yeah. Like it's, hard, it's hard to look after, but... Yeah, that's why... I, someone got me a, like a silk shirt, because they yeah, thought I should look like a guy who sells cocaine. And I just, yeah, no, I don't do any of those things. I just ruffle it into a ball and threw it in a drawer. And that really? Just, yeah, just, like, I don't know if you can tell, but this is my tuxedo-style <laughs> wear. And then all of it's... Canadian been recent, tuxedo. Yeah, no, the Canadian tuxedo is full denim. <laughs> and by the way, you can totally sit down, Robin. So, it's fucking, and you know, okay, so in Canada, we go denim on denim, and people are like, joke, like, oh, is it for formal events? Yeah, I've been to funerals and weddings with a guy, and you knew that he was dressed up, because it's not the traditional buttons, it's snap buttons. Oh, I couldn't go to Mark's Fork Warehouse to buy it, he had to go to, like, a custom cowboy shop, and if he's really fucking trying to impress you, he takes his baseball cap off. Slight hair joke, kind of like how you have Fabian, but you look like he kind of did like, woo, academic quaff. What they'll do is slick it back. So it just looks like he's trying to be reminiscent of someone came out of a shower in the 1980s and is evil. Robin, you can totally sit down, by the way. Although, it just adds an odd element of danger. You just stood in the middle. Because every time you move, the lights slightly adjust. Do you see that? It's freaking the fuck out of me. Okay, go, Robin, go. All right, Wicked. So we are going to begin. Uh, we were talking about Halloween, and I learned something uh, absolutely shocking, which is uh, uh, people from, where are you from in America? I grew up um, in New Jersey, and now I live in Chicago. Fucking, that's fucking yes. speaking to people, Dutch people. <laughs> information. New Jersey, move to Chicago. New Jersey, for those who've never been there, imagine a dock that's sinking under the weight of ten people. It's beautiful. You notice the subtle pause, Europeans? That's her searching for a negative, but won't say it because it's impolite, so she just goes with the more positive. It's a place to leave. And now you live in Chicago, which is an amazing American city. It is amazing, it's yes. fantastic, home of my favorite baseball team that just got swept by a piece of shit Kansas City Royals, but we're in Europe and you guys care about baseball in the way I care about cricket. Violently not at all. So, uh, finally, so Halloween, where's Halloween from? Like, in the world? Yeah, where do you think they came from? <laughs> it freaked the fuck out of me. I didn't know this. Because I always assumed it was American, because uh, it's everything American, it's, right? It's, yeah, it's very American. Yeah, right? You, you, we all agree This was the first year I did not celebrate it, actually, in my you, whole life. Yeah. You're in England. I know. Oh, and Robin, I, you're just in the back. You're like Statler and Wardorf. It's fucking madness. <laughs> you're in England, fucker! <laughs> if we want to wear a scary costume, we just do it. We don't need a day. And if you want sweets, you knock on someone's door and say, Give me some sugar, you can't! I think that that's a pretty accurate description of why Halloween didn't take off in this country for a long time. And it, it was it was fucking, like, this year was the most Halloween of Halloween years. I don't know how long you guys have lived in London, but this is the first time you saw costume people on the tube and just bloody people. But the weird thing that it kept striking me is you'd see people with open, like, gash wounds on their head, and there is a part of me that goes, Obviously they're for Halloween, but I would react the same way even if it was November the 5th because it's London. The two, you don't fucking interact. You get out. If they, unless they're dead and there's flies on them, then you might say something. Besides that, you fucking run. And also, cocaine is back in this city. And I, I like how you just perked up when I said cocaine, by the way. And no one else saw it, but it made me laugh. Also, if you guys want to go, you totally can go. Um, not to be negative, just, yeah. Anyway, I'm just talking too much, but it's fun motioning this way. And the mystery is revealed. So cocaine is back in a big bad way. I saw a man dressed like a minion 
do a key bump on the central line last night, which was which just really it hurt me a little bit. A key bump for those you don't know. Do you guys ever do cocaine? I don't know. No. And Uncle John tells you something about what you do after you smoke weed, which is you need something that keep the party going. So uh, the Colombians have invented something called uh, a rally powder, and what you traditionally do is you get like a CD. CDs are these things that music used to come on. They're these circular things that if you looked at, they would get scratched and wouldn't work anymore. You know, like iTunes? Yeah. It was like that, but with none of the selection. So like bands, instead of working hard on like a ton of songs that you'd individually download, they put one really good song on an album, and then the rest of it would be shit. But you still pay $20, which is like four euros. <laughs> Thank you. And, and then what you do now is instead of CDs, the reason why they're sold is people still do cocaine. And by people, I mean British people. Uh, you guys have obviously moved on to other things. Like if you were to do, have you done any drugs? Um, only like shrooms. Only like shrooms? <laughs> you started with shrooms, brother? What are you doing? That's like the first car you drove was a tank! Shrug that off, you Dutch Superman! I've done mushrooms a handful of times, and every time it's been life changing. You walk out of it sweating, composing poems on rocks, stopping people in the street. Why are you wasting your lives? You, you just casually one day sat behind, I assume, some sort of luminous black marble desk, a desk and just went, I want to be putting my brain over there, and then stood over there watching it. It's like, how? Did you do it in a cake or just like reach into a bag and ha ha? Which is the noise I make when I eat anything. Uh, Which is why it's hard for me to What? Not in a cake, like just eat the mushroom. You just ate the mushroom? Yeah. <laughs> just one mushroom? Uh, nah, it's not like the mushroom, it's like the other thing, I'm not sure. Like, it's like. I'm not sure it's called. The, the stems? Um. Schimmel? Uh, that they have a code for it. Mushroom tea. Do you have a mushroom? No, it doesn't fucking it. matter. Either way, I'm fucking impressed like nothing else. And brother, have you done any drugs whatsoever? No, never. No, never? Well, whatever you do, don't do what he's done. Because he's the only person I know who started with mushrooms and isn't still trying to put it all back together. Like, that's, the, that's one of the final boss drugs. Like, that's the final boss one of one you can't... He can't get addicted to mushrooms because eventually you'll just never come back and then you'll forget everything and then you'll just end up on another plane, which is how Narnia was created. And so, uh, but back to cocaine. So cocaine is, um, it's like, it's, listen, if you wanna do some cocaine, I can just do it for you. Just read a bunch about 9-11 conspiracies, grow a ponytail, and stand in a toilet for 15 minutes, talking rapidly, it's the same thing. It's a waste of a drug, because it doesn't really do anything, but you think it's a really good idea, because it's exciting. Someone calls a guy, and like a dude, a white dude with like dreadlocks <laughs> meets him in a park, and he always has it in like a weird thing, like he never has the cocaine. My mom listens to this podcast, and I'm gonna have to answer a lot of questions. Anyway, so she doesn't like keep it in the pocket, like he'll always be like, I keep the coke in my shoe, and then he'll take out a third shoe, and remove the <laughs> Why wouldn't you wear that shoe on your foot? What are you trying to do? But if I was a police officer and I stopped a guy who wore three shoes and like, I know he's a drug dealer, I wouldn't look in the third shoe. Be like, I just, that's mysterious. Anyway, so I'm on the central line. I'm coming back from a gig I did in Greenwich at a comedy club called Up the Creek. Um, and how do I describe Up the Creek? Imagine trying to tell jokes while people yelled really specific insults at you that are also accurate. Like once I was there and someone <laughs> shouted, you come across like your mom was smart and you're trying to make up for it, which is absolutely true. And I don't know how he knew that, but it was like, oh, are you one of those guys that only did mushrooms and nothing else? And so I, I'm coming back and the show was a bit fucking topsy-turvy because they were fucking rowdy. And there was a guy front row uh, who was on uh, steroids. I have a friend who's a professional wrestler and he taught me how to identify people that are on steroids. So if you ever see someone with like a sweaty neck and then sweaty hands, they're on steroids. And you want to avoid someone who's been drinking and is also on steroids because that's basically like walking up to the Hulk from the Avengers and punching him in the testicles and going, what now, you green cunt? And he'll just fucking destroy you. So he's on steroids. And I made the mistake. And he had this tattoo of, uh, it, was an, it was an angel with like cleavage on it, which I've never seen before. Someone looking at an angel and been like, I need to give that symbol of God tits. And, and I went, does that angel have cleavage? 
And he went, yeah, it's the memoriam of my dead dad. And I, I shouldn't have said anything, but I did say, so he was a breast man, and he fucking hated me. And he had curse words, and his friends went, you apologize, you apologize. And I was like, I understand I should, but in this case, it's an alpha v. alpha situation. I'm not really an alpha guy, but to control a crowd of this size for 20 minutes, I have to stand my ground. But afterwards, and the problem was I was explaining this to the entire crowd, and it was going away. It's kind of going down here where everyone was looking at me and kind of like, interesting, a way to approach this, but far too honest. And so I was just explaining that whole thing. Not a lot of laughs. I got off stage. He kind of looked at me and was like, we need to talk outside. And I was like, you got it. And then I fucking ran away. And <laughs> fuck you. I'm not fucking a guy on steroids. I might have security guards who will bounce me, but one of them's named John, and he's 75. And one time I said, are you actually going to intervene? He goes, I could intervene. But I don't want to get hurt. And that's not what I'm looking for from a security guard. I want someone like Viral. I want a steroid guy, also on meth, wants cocaine, can't find cocaine. I tell him the guy who wants to fight me has cocaine, and he keeps it in his head. I'll see you guys later. Have a wicked one. Thanks for stopping by. Please interrupt my flow. And there. Gone. That's what we're looking for for security. I knew they were going to leave, and it was the most interesting thing because they were talking about leaving for like four minutes, and I heard one of them go, We should go, and the other one went, Well, let's see how this goes, obviously. <laughs> but that's fine. We're down to the hardcore few. It's nice. We're back to Halloween. So it's on there. I saw a guy do a key bump. Cocaine, basically, key bump is you take your key and you put it in your little bag. Usually, you do it on like a long line. So I've read in a book I wrote. And uh, you do it in like a long line, you start it, and then you just go, I regret this. We're up for 10 hours. But if you don't really have a surface like a CD or a mirror, like like Camden, by the way, if you ever wonder, what's that like film that's just on the streets? You can detect it a little bit. It's a little slippier in this area. That's the residue of cocaine in this area, of just people. You hear the silence? That's, that's everyone else in the room going, does that mean you have some cocaine, John? No, guys. If I had cocaine, this show would be a lot more rapid and a lot less interesting. <laughs> would I have a ponytail? For sure I would. Going back to that joke, didn't work the first time? Did I try it a second time? Yes, I did, Enzo. Also didn't work. And so there was a guy in a minion mask, and I just saw him literally just on the central, so brazen, like there's CCT cameras, and there was no policemen, but there were people dressed as policemen, so they could be very, very shitty undercover cops. It's like... Finally, the opportunity to wear my favorite costume. Bill, you're dressed as a cop and you are a cop. Yeah, I love my job, but subtle. I'm dressed as a Manchester police officer and we're in London. Huh? Huh? Ah, fucking Bill. Anyway, so he just did the key bump. He did the key bump and he went, uh, and then his minion mask fell off. And then he just walked off the tube. <laughs> and it was like, he, he, like, it was just fucking surreal. And everyone's just covered in blood. And, and it was just, and it's, I'm, I'm 30 now. And I, I love being 30 because I've stopped, like, how old are you guys? You guys are 20? No, 20. 20 18 and 20? So you guys still think going to, you, if someone's just come to this party, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you're like, I don't want to. And you guys probably are immune to this because you're so cool. You start off doing mushrooms and you don't even need drugs. <laughs> but some of us aren't that strong-willed. We come from Canada, which has a relationship with the Netherlands. You guys send us tulips uh, every year because uh, one of your royal family was born in Canada during the war, which is why the Netherlands has annexed a hospital room the Ottawa Civic Hospital. Not funny, but a fun fact. Anyway, there's, just, there's a little plaque on it, and it says, technically, you've now just entered uh, Dutch soil by stepping into this hospital room, but then you're just in a hospital room, so it's like, so are they paying for this? Anyway, so, um, where was I? Somewhere hilarious. So I've been invited to a lot of Halloween parties, but I was really, really tired from my, like, just life. That's what happens when you get older, by the way. It's just existing. Fucking wears you down. Like, you do, like, 400 push-ups, you calculate like Keynesian <laughs> economic theory to the most perfect zero. You figure out that a socialist society with democratic po uh, policing would actually be the most uh, perfect capitalist society because the socialist aspects would keep free market capitalism in check, but you don't want to spread that around. You're just going to wait and take that back to the Netherlands so one day the iron tulip will be strong, correct? Yeah. See what I yeah. fucking know, you two fucking characters up here picking up all the good information. And then you guys go out and you live your whole life. Some of other of us... Me, you, sir, you're like, what, 35? 41. 41. I'd like for a second that you can't, I was like, all right, I like bullshitting. How old are you really? Uh, 60. Get the fuck out, it's 41. I was like, brother, stop smoking inside. But 60, I'm like, yeah, you look like a, because I would say, I would say you were a, a, a 52. Some years ago. Pardon me? Some years ago. I agree, that was nine years ago. 
Fuck yeah. And so, you know, but I, I tell old, I would say you would look based on your appearance. So you're aging very beautifully. Thanks. I love you. Good talk. Now, um, and so, but thank you guys, you have energy. Like, what did you do today, sir? Um, that's enough. Pardon me? Uh, I don't work. He doesn't work. And you're still exhausted. I, I, I hate work. You see? Yeah. yeah. I hate work. Fucking. I told I know you fucking did, and it's on the fucking internet. Everyone fucking knows. <laughs> the guy who feels good from Vienna. Vienna, right? Venice. Venice. Ah, fuck, because Vienna, piece of shit. Venice, beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's the one with the water, not the one with the staircases, right? Yeah. I got a couple of questions about that, but then I'm going to continue with my Halloween story. Then I have a couple of questions about Venice, and then one question about Chicago. Then we might talk to Robin's friend, who might leave because she's wearing her coat, or she's just cold. I can't tell. She's cold. She's just cold. Every, and then every way. <gasps> Jeremy Kyle up in this bitch, right? Reference to nobody else. Because none of you are from England. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, when did how this all start? Oh, that's it. Halloween. Soon it's from America, right? It's not. It's a pagan holiday from Ireland where they carve the face of a demon in a turnip and leave it outside their house to ward off evil spirits for a year, and then you give out candy to the children because the children are pure and are rewarded for knocking on your door. Isn't that interesting? Also complete bullshit. It's just the pumpkin thing, but I wanted to add that thing about the candy. But I was shocked that it was not an American thing, and also Ireland's very upset that America's taken it and co-opted it because they feel it's their holiday and they have parades for it, all that sort of stuff, and now it's come here to England, and it's all very exciting. Now, let's move on to the beautiful city of Venice, known for its water and its <laughs> climactic ending in the movie Casino Royale, back when the James Bond movies were about him being a spy and not him being a brooded douche. I don't know if any of you have seen the rest of the James Bond movies, but I don't fucking like it. James Bond is supposed to be an international sex dude going around getting drunk and smoking cigarettes, and now he's this goth guy in a suit trying to figure out who his brother is, he doesn't even seem to work for the UK government anymore. I don't know what's going on. Also, the disco lights were a good idea at the beginning, but they react to my voice, so when I start talking, they move in a more <laughs> rapid succession, and it's freaking the fuck out of me. You know what I'm talking about. You've done mushrooms. You have no idea. But just know I got some chemicals in my brain that haven't gone away, and they're activating because of that. So, it just... And see what I mean? What, 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 what is your name, by the way? Pardon me? Franco. Franco. Beautiful Italian name. And easy to remember, because Enzo and Fabian, I keep almost fucking up by calling you Fabio and you Vincenzo. <laughs> Franco, powerful, strong. Franco, what did you used to do before you stopped working? I'm sorry? What did you used to do before you stopped working? Uh, marketing. You were a marketer. I come from a family of marketers, which means very boring dinner conversation. But, um, and now you live here in London? Mm, just a few days for holiday. Just a few days for holiday? Uh, used uh, to be here 40 years ago. 40 years ago? Or five years. Wait a minute, let me do the math. Were you a spy for Italy during the war, Franco? Yep. <laughs> fuck you, that's very fun. All of you just fucking stare. Were you really? Yes. Get the fuck out of here! Wait, which war? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know, I do like talking to Italians, because they'll go along for a moment and they're like, ah, too much. So, live in Venice now. Question about this. Is Venice still a city completely on water? Yeah. How 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 that how's that work? Uh, it's a dif different time, different way to live. Uh, because uh, you don't have car. No car. No car. You don't have bus. You don't have tube. But do you have those things now? Uh, you have a boat. Just uh, you, just what? Just boat. You don't have bike. You don't have bikes? No. What? But how much of the cool stunts you could pull on that sweet bike, Franco? Build a little jump, fucking right over the top of a gondolier's head, steal his hat, lay it on the other side, espresso, pick up a lady. Are you married? We don't have any any problem about parking. You have no problem with parking. I saw what you did there, and it was a funny joke. They disagree, but I really enjoyed it. And do you have a boat? A uh, small one. What? Is, what's its name? Anna. Anna? After your... Who, who's named after? Is Anna named after anyone? No. Did you just like the name? It's the best reason to name a boat. If I were ever to name a boat, I would call it John's Friend. 
<laughs> and the bow would be my friend. And also, that's what the name of my um, my parents. Of your parents? Both of them were named Anna. Fuck you guys. I, I thought that was very funny. Ha ha. Good job. Thank you, John. Anyway, uh, and your boat. And is it one of those old school style gondolas where you have? No, it's just a small one. Just a small one. So, so go are gondolas big? Three meters. Three meters? Yeah, it just go. Let me explain to you guys now. about the Canadian education system. We are fucking assholes, and by we I mean my government, in that we go in kilometers, but then they teach everything in inches. So now when I come over here to Europe, I literally know no measurement of space whatsoever. They're like, it's four miles, or 1172 stone approximately rounded to the finest <laughs> decimal point. And I just go, what's a thing near it? And they go, it's a pub. And you're like, great, I'll find it. And you forget you're in the UK, and every corner has 50 pubs on it. So you're like, is it the Gryffindor or the Sneaky Shoe? <laughs> and, uh, and frankly, did you dress up for anything for Halloween? No. No. You just went as you always do. I mean, uh, Halloween is just something new from perhaps four or five years that come something like Italy, but just, uh, uh, I don't know. And the problem with doing uh, Halloween in Venice is everyone no, have to be water-based. Uh, we have another, another kind of <laughs> tradition. Do you really? Yes. It's the, it's the, uh, the festivity of the death is something very sad. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't sound like a fucking holiday. The festival of death? Yeah. What is it called in, how do you say it in Italian? Uh... That's festival, first of November. The first of November, like uh, so good, 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 like it's Spain, like Mexican, so like Catholic place. So, uh, but what's it called in Italian? So it's the festival of death in English. Uh, Festa dei morti. Even this is Italian. I so I feel so robbed yeah. having the clunky English language is my only language because in Italian. So it's beautiful, and there's something to it, and it's unctuous, like there's, it's dripping with wine, the festival del morte, and then festival of death! It sounds like something you have to do at work. Well, with yours, it sounds like you're in the streets, and you're mourning those that you've lost through the year, and you've got those weird sugar skull masks on they wear in Mexico, which are a symbol of pious yeah. death, but are now a symbol of emo girls going through something, which I feel like is kind of rude to their culture. But still, and, it's, and what do you do on the festival del morte? Not you, you're alive and well, but other people. Of course. <laughs> I fucking love talking to you so much, Franco. They're all very bored, but I'm having a lot of time. And guess oh. what? Free shop, fuckers, so too bad now. You just eat a lot. You just eat a lot? This is what Italy's got to figure it out. Every holiday, what are we doing? Lasagna, and then fish, and then some sort of salad. Is dinner done? Fuck you! That's appetizers! And then spaghetti, and then some sort of pork dish that we've injected cheese into. And I don't know how you raise your pigs, but I've yet to get, I've fed a lot of brie to a lot of pigs, and the bacon tastes the same. And then try, and just, and then, and then you have a little espresso, and then all of you are thin and good looking, and I'm from North America. Oh, and we are very happy to do this. I know you are, I've been there, where someone just goes, oh, we're gonna have a light lunch, and then like a little spaghetti, just this the trough of and then a jug of wine, like, like how hey, you buy milk here. Oh, we don't eat spaghetti that you, day. You don't eat spaghetti? <laughs> no. We're it's like arguing with Wikipedia. I <laughs> what, so what, what would be the, the dish of the Festival de Monte? Uh, we eat uh, risotto. Risotto? Because it symbolizes a coffee. With parmesan. With parmesan? Uh, we eat uh, something like... Uh, uh, Wait, is risotto the circular one? Beautiful duck with uh, orange. We hit a uh, special kind of uh, sweets like uh, uh, tiramisu. Oh, yes, please. We eat a uh, uh, very good. You thought it was done, didn't you? Gelato? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've been to Italy, and by Italy I mean an Italian restaurant that was owned by an Italian person, so I feel like it's the same, because I'm an ugly American tourist, even though I'm from Canada. Do I show up to places wearing sandals with socks? You fucking bet your ass I do. Have I been in front of the Eiffel Tower, but facing the wrong way and said, where the fuck's the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> someone turned me around? It happened twice! And the second time I even thought, I bet you it's behind me, I could check! Not me! Pardon me! Even though I speak French, I put him, hold on, Monsieur Guelletel. Instead, I went Eiffel Tower, and I died. And he, I remember the second time too. He had one, like a beautiful wafer French mustache, holding a beret and a cigarette, and he just pointed there. And I was like, ah. Because sometimes Europe, the stereotypes of the 
countries, they really live up to it. Netherlands, you guys can be a little fucking concrete face. <laughs> Italy, you go, and it's just romantic, beautiful, big bosom women people. And what's up, guys? Thank you so much for showing up. Hey, buddy. You're a bit late, but that's fucking okay. We're talking about... Also, on the Festival de Morte, would you wear a shirt like that? No. Fuck, I thought we were starting something there. Either way. <laughs> What's up, guys? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Thank you so much. You're from? I'm from Yorkshire. And you're from? Australia. Australia. Yeah, I almost could figure out the two accents between Australia and New Zealand, which is the same thing with Canadian and American accents, which is Canadians supposedly get fucked off when you say they're from America, even though you guys economically are doing, up until very recently, much better than us. And your culture, way better. Like, you guys have TV shows, and we have a channel that's a fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> that's serious. Highest rated channel in Canadian television. Channel 432, Fireplace. And is it just a fucking crackling fire? You bet your fucking ass it is. Does it change with the themes of the season? Oh, yeah. Bye, Franco. If you want to pop some money in that glass jar, I buy it. I fucking love you. A very, ha a very happy. Thank you very much. A very happy festival de morte to you. Sorry? Very happy. Death festival? Yes, of course, because you know that you are alive. Exactly. The way he said that sounded a little threatening, but with his accent, it came across very charming at the same time. Have a lovely holiday, brother. Okay. May I recommend, Thanks. by the way, if you haven't seen it, the Winston Churchill War Rooms are a fucking hoot. Because he fought the entire war in a room the size of that chair, and it really impressed me. No one else here but me. Who really did? Franco. No. Sail wheel on Anna, my friend. Of course. I love you. No. I was a big fan of the war rooms. Weren't you? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the cabinet war rooms, and then uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna find out where you're from in America, and then let's fucking get back on the streets. Ozzy and the Yorkshire person are bolting. Or are you moving out? What movie? Oh fuck yeah, you are. You can come front row, guys. It's totally cool. I probably will pick on you a little bit, but that wouldn't matter wherever you're sitting. What are your names, by the way? Sorry. I'm Katie. Katie and Jimmy. Katie and Jimmy. Where in Australia are you from? Uh, like four hours west of Sydney. Uh, that was the only. I was in Australia for three months, and I didn't make it anywhere near Sydney. But I went everywhere else. Really enjoyed it. I everywhere else but Sydney is really good. That's what everyone fucking yeah. says. Is that Australia? That, like Sydney's kind of like it's your dickhead city, basically. Yeah. Like everywhere has a dickhead city. London is England's dickhead city. <laughs> Toronto is Canada's dickhead city. America, you have both New York and LA. They're your dickhead cities. Amsterdam. I already said London. Robin's also disguised herself in a cloak. Which, you know, <laughs> was, really Lon was London's dickhead city? No, England. London is England's dickhead city. <laughs> London wouldn't have a... No, London definitely has a dickhead city. Shortage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, it depends on, I think it depends on the dickhead you're talking about. Like, I'm talking about, like, the dude... Because I'm definitely a fucking hipster. I don't know if you can tell. Shortage. Yeah, but it's shortage. But the problem with shortage is the shortage has now been invaded by city dudes that are in there in suits. They're like, oh, it's a craft beer. Do you want to, you know, date rape someone? You're like, no, we're just here to discuss vinyl records. Do you even know who the Pixies are? <laughs> yes. yes, see, that's, that's, we need to take it back. I'm standing on Shortage High Street. She's got a fun machine. I'm not a matter. Frank Black is really, his name is Francis. Frank Francis. I know the bitch is Frank Black when he joined the ca uh, Frank Black and the Catholics. And then it just went to shit for a while and they got back together and it was really good and then watch your tits left and they brought in another girl and you're just like, you could have just brought in a guy bass player and you could have sang the notes yourself. You don't need to replace a girl with a girl because she's obviously subpar because she's more of a drummer. She said that in the drum interview. God damn it, Pixies! Anyway, um, sidebar, if you're looking for something to really fucking rev your engine, the T Pixies documentary, Quiet Loud Quiet, a real delight. Let me summate it. The drummer went on to be a magician and on a lot of painkillers. Black Frank, big old dick, Kim Beal, drinking problem, and a guitar player, just a family man who's doing it for the money. <laughs> and those four characters together, because they also hate each other. <laughs> and the cameras are there, so they're trying not to hate each other, so it's like they're trying to learn how to play Hey again, and Kim Deal can't remember the song, because I don't know if you know a lot about the Pixies. The Pixies were a band that came out... <laughs> Bands are when like more That's than one said. musician would get together. You know how like Taylor Swift <laughs> has other noises in her songs? It's not just her singing. I thought it was. She's very talented. Almost a billionaire. Weird fact. Anyway, so the Pixies were these four musicians, and they basically created all the good music now you can trace back to these four dysfunctional wackos from Massachusetts 
who got together and created all this music that was so good, it's so good that no one understood it. It would be kind of like <clears throat> if you had, you had fucking tiramisu in caveman days. Like, you just gave it to them and you're like, you're going to enjoy this. And then, they just couldn't understand it. And so we had to have spoon-fed it to us by, like, a little Pearl Jam, some occasional Nirvana, a little bit of Avril Lavigne, if I'm going to be honest. And then now everyone's found them and they're like, why weren't we listening to this the whole time? Why is he still drinking? We can't answer either of those questions. Put the beer down, Frank. Anyway, so, I just, yeah, Shortage is definitely the dickhead part. London, Sydney. I can't believe I even found the thread, but I'm fucking finishing what I started. So do you live here now? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, and I live. I live down in Wimbledon. Down in Wimbledon. How long have you been here for? Like four months. Very good. Working in a bar? Yes. Fucking well done. Well done. Do it's a stereotype. And by stereotype, I mean an absolutely true fact. <laughs> that if you are from Australia, you get off the airplane, and you see the word walkabout, and you walk in and go, I'll work here, or walk in and go, fuck this, and you go work somewhere else. So I say, where do you work? Uh, I work in a, a, like a investment banker's bar in in the city. Oh, no. Yeah. How much cocaine have you cleaned off the bathroom? <laughs> oh, yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you don't do cocaine. You see? His eyes are dark, and he's just one... So, if you use the toilet in this bathroom right here... Oh, let me tell you. So, if you go in and you want to go number twosie woozies and have a boom boom, they've removed the seat from the toilet because people who do cocaine are such assholes. They think, well, I want to do this. So I'll just do a line off a toilet seat in a bar in Camden, and to prevent that, they've removed the toilet seat. Even though the key hit is available, I would explain what the key hit is, but if you got in here earlier, we did a whole thing. There was a minion mask, it was a real hoot and a half. Now, and what brought you from uh, a few uh, 40 miles north of Sydney to beautiful London town? Something different. Something different. All the coke. All the coke. <laughs> you don't need to go that. You guys have meth. Yeah. And by the way, when I say they have meth, I mean they have meth. I saw a meth head. I've never seen a meth head. You guys have watched Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad fans? Check it out, Robin. You'd really enjoy it. Yeah, you really would. I think you would. It's got a nice narrative, complex story structure, and the dad from Malcolm in the Middle, but he's being all hard and shit. Although, if I'm going to be completely honest, Breaking Bad piece of shit show first two seasons you gotta get through it and then the fucking dude with the thing that later happens trying to be subtle for spoilers even though I just sort of gave something away um, he shows up and then shit gets fucking real before that it's just a guy in a hat saying I'm the one who knocks and you're like would you just do something Walt anyway let's get to it so you come here and you guys are dating yeah first date not third date yeah yeah fuck yeah that's a good you made it to the first date Always a little awkward. Second date, you're getting to know each other. Third date, the true decision if this is going to continue on or if one of you is going to reactivate your Tinder account and away you go. Did you meet on Tinder? Yeah. Fuck, all right. I just... <laughs> you I'm, picked this, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I'm on internet dating. I joined OkCupid because a friend of mine who'd been with two girls got on OkCupid and he's literally transformed into John Barrymore. Like, he is fucking everyone. He was on a date and three minutes into it, the girl just went... How about we go to my car and you do it to me? And I was just like, did she say do it to me? And he was like, yeah, I made her write it down. Like it was, this is why you gotta be friends with comedians because they know they'll need to tell the story later. So they like, anyway, so and I was just like, I come out of this really intense relationship over the last year. So I was just like, I just want to have a little fun. And even though I really respect women and they are equal to me, I also would like to behave like, like someone who doesn't believe that at all. And so you get out of your dating and it's the most awkward fucking thing in the world. Cause, cause did you start the conversation first? In the Tinder thing? You both swipe yeah. Yeah, yeah, you fucking did. did you, have you said hello to anyone when you were on Tinder? Obviously you've deleted now that you've landed yourself a sweet Sydney fish. <laughs> I don't know. It's an improvised show. I don't know if you're going to be fucking banging me, all right? Didn't realize you wrote for time out. If you were still on Tinder, I'd be swiping left right now. I'd like to do that. I lied. Um, I, I swipe right on everyone because a friend of mine did it, and it's really fun. And so this, I don't even really want to talk to any of them. I just like doing this on the bus because you feel like you're getting something done. Look at all these people I weirdly bothered. It's very exciting. And then you occasionally look at their likes and sometimes, or have you ever gotten someone that you, I've had this, I've got three people cheating. Two I've told about. Other person, discovered, friend of mine, polyamorous relationship, which was a little awkward. Because I was like, you ever do something and you're so off character 
where you can't even hide from like, oh, you know, we're polyamorous. We've had like a bunch of threesomes. And I went, you guys? <laughs> and, and he was just like, yeah, like we just don't really discuss it. We don't want anyone to really know. Can we keep it quiet? And I was like, yeah, but like I assume that she gets involved. You're like just in the corner doing taxes. Like, and he's just like, no, I'm... And then, like, it, the veil drops. And, like, when you guys get personal, you know what I mean? Where the, the face you wear comes off and suddenly the true soul is revealed and it's just like, oh, that, you're a fuck person. Like, I, I'm not a fuck, like, a fuck person is the type of, and it's, there's, there's a lot of, but you, you're Australian. There's a lot of fuck people in Australia. The kind of, like, just a woman is existing in society and he stops the conversation. It's just like, do you see one aspect of her body that's sexually pleasing? I'm talking at far too loud of a volume, so everyone's a tad uncomfortable about it. And then he'll go, tits! Or whatever. And it's like, oh god, it's a human being. You just, yeah, you just treated a human being like a fucking like, cold piece of meat in a butcher's fridge. And that's never worked. The only time that's ever worked was when it was a blind woman, and the rest of the sentence was, tits will be removed by bus if you take one more step! Like, it's just... <laughs> Asinine fucking behavior, but there's a lot. And I discovered a friend of mine was a fuck dude, and then it got really weird. And and then later I inadvertently opened one of his drawers because I was looking for scissors, and I saw something that might have been a collar. And I just closed the door and went, and I don't want to know anything else. Not that I'm against it. It's just one of those things where you're like, I I have to have like, you know, interactions with your children, <laughs> and I don't want to be thinking about like, oh, you were conceived when. Uh, uh, Daddy was being a bad little bitch and your mom was his goddess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't misbehave or candle wax will go on his nipples, which actually explains the time I had to drive him to the hospital after he fell over and a candle hit his chest. I think that was a bit of a lie. Yeah. I think he's a, I think he's a dirty, dirty, dirty boy. Anyway, so, yeah, they do have kids. Am I going to delete this? No. They don't know their names. Anyway. And how many uh, Tinder dates have you guys? Anyone else here on Tinder? Anyone? Honest, honest people? Liars, a lot of you, I know you are. Someone does. Robin, are you checking Tinder right now? Uh, you see my phone? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I dream of having one of those oh, phones so. It must be, you're so free, no one can I'm email you. Oh, fuck, my phone is just nothing but have you looked at this? No, fuck you, New York Times. I signed up for one mailing list 10 years ago, and you're still telling me I don't even live in New York! Anyway, um, so you made the first contact. How many pictures do you have on your profile? Is your profile still up? Yeah. Yes. Profile still up? Are you guys you're still single technically? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 All right. Good. You guys almost made that awkward, but you know what? Like, yeah, because you're adults, goddammit, and you can have that conversation with other people, and it doesn't need to be weird. You're both freaky, beautiful, sexual beings, and get up there and just do whatever you need to to ejaculate in your own mature way. Man, how old are you, by the way? Uh, 24. 24? 24. Yeah, fuck, get fucking out there. Listen, I have some friends who got married at 20, 21, and they're out there now, and it's, it's very confusing. Because <laughs> they went in when it was sort of like, I touched her pussy with my finger, and now they're out there, and they're like, she brought out a gun, but it had a dildo on the end of it and said, that's for me. I'm like, yeah, that, that would be for you. And it's just very bizarre. I, that's what we'll conclude on. It's Halloween, and uh, let's talk about the scariest thing of all, marrying young. Are either of you in relationships? <laughs> no, I'm not. No? I am. You are. How long have you been with her? Uh, for a year. For a year? And do you love her? Yeah. Yeah? Do you think you're going to marry her? Yeah, probably. I got some bad news for you. It's going to end within three years, but listen. <laughs> you are a handsome businessman from the Netherlands. You, pop, you pop, pack your pockets full of mushrooms, my friend, and get ready to have a fingering fiesta. And you, 18-year-old Fabian, you get out there and you use your weird Dutch charm and confusing disarming eyes. I'm not gay, but there's something about you that I do enjoy to look at. I think, I think it's because if I ask you any question, you'll react in a negative but positive way. How are you feeling? I'm good. See? I feel like there's more to that. Final question. What part of London do you live in? I feel like that's a weird way to segue, but I can go on somewhere with this. Uh, I'm, on a, uh, I'm visiting for the weekend. You're just visiting for the weekend? Yeah. Oh. Are you guys related? Yeah, he's my brother. He's your brother? Yeah. You look very different. I gotta be honest. One of you resembles the postman. <laughs> I knew the Australian would get that. Yeah, British people never laughed at that, which I feel like means the postman fucked a lot of people. But in our countries, our weather's so bad, you're not fucking the postman. He's either freezing to death or a sweaty mess. You just take your packages and get the fuck out of here, Gus. My postman in my neighborhood was this guy named Gus. He was the same guy for like 40 years. 
and he had this like big whooshy mustache. And on every Christmas week, he would do the walk with his dog. And I never understood why he just didn't do it with his dog all the time, because that would be the dog's dream of like, what are we doing? Your favorite thing for longer than you want to do. Do you have postmen in the Netherlands? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they called? Postbode. The what? Postbode. That sounds like some sort of weird monster that eats your letters. <laughs> Watch out, or the postbode will get you. All right, let's end on this. Guys, I know you're in a relationship and you love her very much, but you gotta get out there and be single in your 20s. That's the time. There is nothing more disastrous. And you'll see them out there in the bars and clubs. You work in an investor's group bar. You know who I'm talking about. 36-year-old man, some sort of velvet blazer, possibly a turtleneck, leaning in, saying something far too graphic to someone he's just met, like, well, those tits look like they could bring home the sausages. And you're just like, good God, man. Like, it's just... Get out there, enjoy your lives, and especially now that Halloween is over, because you'll be able to identify if someone is a goth, and if that's what you're into, fuck yeah, or if they have a sucking chest wound, just call the A&E, it's a nice story about how you met, as opposed to last night if you were in society, it was just a freaky deaky time to be on the northern line, because there was also a lot of delays, and there was a whole thing with a minion guy who did cocaine. And let's conclude on this final thing. By the way, show is free to get in. It's not free to get out. Whatever you'd like to put in a little cup, totally feel free. And if you don't want to put anything, just know that I appreciate your criticism. Uh, not really, though. And so, just to I hope you've all had a lovely Halloween. I'll be at the back. Thank you for your time. You can download the show at johnhastingscomedy.com or on Twitter at the John Hastings. We aren't going to be here on December the 6th, but we'll be back in the new year. Have a lovely evening. Enjoy whatever your relationship becomes. Also, actually, let me conclude on this. Miss, you're a lady, and you're on Tinder. What is the best way to start a Tinder introduction message? Just, hey, how's it going? Just, hey, how's it going? nothing. Nothing else? Because there's a lot of profiles that say, don't say, hey, how's it going? And I don't want to be like, what do you want me to write? Just like a dick pic? Because I don't feel like that's... Like, I wouldn't use my dick. I'd just use a black dick to confuse them. You know what I mean? So just, hey, how's it going? Yeah, just casual and chill. That's what keep I... It, keep it Netflix and relaxed. Also, so yeah, Netflix and chill. By the way, I didn't know that that was sex. I, a girl, a girl said, I'll come over for Netflix and chill. And I was like, fuck yeah. We could watch Frasier and lie down. What would be better than that? And then I put on Netflix. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, the instructions that were agreed upon. What do you mean? And she, it just, it's again, it's also someone, she was 31. And I was like, we are 30. You can say sex. You don't have to be like, I'm coming over for the Falcon to land and we'll meet at the thumbs up. Like, don't fucking subtle it up. Be fucking honest. Just, yeah. And I assume, and how did you start your Tinder message? Do you remember? I'm pretty sure, man, it was exactly what she just said. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let us end, as all things begin, with a hearty, hey, how's it going? Everyone say it together. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, thank you very much, everybody. I'll see you in the back. Have a good one. Bye-bye.